Welcome to the Sailing Into Oblivion podcast. I'm your host, Jerome Rand, and this is where we sit down with everyday people who do extraordinary things. Welcome to the show. Today, we just have a fun conversation. One of my oldest friends, Colin, he is the son of Buzz. If you've read the book, you'll know who that is. And he and I have had some adventures. We actually sort of uh, some of the activities that we did when I was in my late teens, as far as camping and stuff like that, uh, I truly do believe sparked in me the entire sort of sense of adventure. And uh, we get into a little of this, a little of that. We talk pretty much all over the place because I just wanted to have sort of a fun conversation with uh, with Colin, and I, I'm pretty sure we'll we'll probably revisit. Uh, another one and get a little more technical into the mountain climbing and some of the snowboarding that he has done because he's been all over the world doing it and it's uh, it's actually pretty pretty cool stuff but other than that it's just a fun conversation hopefully everybody enjoys it and also hopefully you enjoy the audio quality because I from what I can hear when I have been testing out all this new equipment, it sounds, I think, way better than what I had before, which is uh, really nice because I want to provide the best quality as, uh, as possible. So that's a big thanks, though, to all the Patreon supporters that are still hanging in there strong, uh, all 41 of you. It's fantastic. Couldn't be uh, upgrading the gear without uh, your help. So Huge, huge props to all the Patreon family. And if you do want to support the podcast, you can head over to Patreon. Just follow the link in the description. And uh, if you want to reach out to the show, head over to sailingintooblivion.com and uh, you can do the podcast link and contact the show from there. And other than that, you know, obviously we still got the shirts out there, the merch and everything. People are buying them. It's pretty crazy. Uh, I actually bought one finally. And uh, and yeah, I was definitely happy with the quality. I couldn't believe it. You know, you never, you never really know. When you do these things online, you got to have the quality control. And it is, uh, it's pretty, pretty neat when you do a new design and then all of a sudden you get the shirt and you're like, oh, phew, it, it actually looks good. I didn't screw it up. Uh, but that's about it for me. Thanks, everybody, for your continued support uh, here and on YouTube and all that stuff. It's all, all growing, and uh, we're getting closer and closer, I think, to a point where this sort of stuff can can make enough uh, enough money to be able to get, get Sparrow going and get out and do some more adventures and then bring back all the, the video and recording and all that stuff because... Uh, that would be pretty cool. That's, that's uh, what I'm hoping for. But without further ado, my conversation with Colin. We are live-ish. I mean, we're recording. Wow. Welcome to the show, Colin Jenks. All right. Oh, man, what a treat. <laughs> you know, this is actually kind of cool because a lot of my listeners have read my book, and they know who Buzz is, and they're about to meet the the seed of buzz <laughs> oh my goodness i hope so i hope so <laughs> let us in we're who gonna, knows if it's me i don't know we're gonna peel back the layers that are colin jenks yeah. welcome to the show hey can you do a little harmonica twist for us yeah as sure a sure intro? let me uh it's got it around his uh 
<laughs> there <laughs> we go. It around his neck. This is honestly, you know, it's it's so cool because I think you are probably uh, the oldest friend I have. And I'm not talking about age. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know. you got a couple other old ancient people. I know some with. ancient people for sure. But you, my friend, we've been friends since we were little itty-bitty kids. Yeah, I remember you and Adam and I guess Tim at the time. Tim, oh, gee, don't hey, don't say that. We won't <laughs> yeah, talk yeah, about sorry, who that, mind. whose name that really was. Uh, <laughs> putting on those Halloween masks and making me cry. Oh, we used to do that to you. <laughs> yes. I will never forget that. And it was so funny because it really upset you. And I, you know, oh, yeah, I was scared. I think that that says a lot about like kids and how cruel they are sometimes. The worst. <laughs> we used to like love it. We were like, Sven, are you gonna pack the mask and be like, Yeah, we're gonna get him so good. You guys planned it? And you'd be in tears. Oh. In tears. Oh gosh almighty. That dude, that that brings back some memories yeah, right there. Glad those are over. Well, and and I will never forget the time that Adam got bucked off that horse. Oh, old Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we yeah. were we were sort of teasing it with food and and then it just bucked him off, and luckily he didn't break any bones. <laughs> Took a zip line to do that. <laughs> that was like right around the electric fence touch. Yeah, those were yeah, the you days. You guys got you me know. on that one too. There's some sort of something about kids and pain and being cruel to each other and laughing about it. That uh, growing up in the '80s and '90s, it was it was that was what it was all about, man. Oh, it was awesome. It was about like uh, two by four bicycle jumps. Oh, heck yeah. Cinder blocks. Yep. And scratched up elbows. And some of that driveway illusion. Helmet. Who's got a helmet? <laughs> <laughs> we were very, very lucky to grow up at that time because, uh, you know, I, I would think that kids kids today probably would think that it must have been pretty boring. You know, there's no phones. There's none of that sort of stuff. But I don't know. We, we sort of. We sort of uh, created our own magic. Yeah, zip lines, BB guns, and skateboards, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, slingshots, <laughs> paper routes. Yeah. Oh man, we had we had uh, like I said, man. I I don't take that for granted at all that we were one of the last generations to grow up before the internet uh, catapulted society into what it is today. Not all bad, but you know, yeah, different. Mostly different. Bad, but. Hmm. But really, uh, I think one of the coolest things that, that you and I have done uh, was in our late teens and early 20s when we started doing those camping trips because that changed my life. I don't think we've ever actually talked about this, but like that literally sent me into or introduced me to a whole different level of how you spend your time. It's I mean, true. I, I was always a huge, huge proponent of like, are we going next year? Are we doing the next trip? Trying to get everybody in on it just because, I don't know, there was something about leaving, you know, normal life and going out into the woods and getting dirty and just being surrounded by nature. Yeah. Leave the cocoon for a little bit. Yeah. I, you I, know? I absolutely love it. We were all kids. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, it just... And, and we were on our own, too. You know, there's no there's no parents, you know, any of that. Because we were just at that age, like, where 
was like finishing high school and all that stuff. So everybody still lived with their parents and everything. And I don't know. It, it was like you would go on these camping trips and you're you're totally on your own and you're you have to be self sufficient. I mean, how bad was I? Oh, and, you were the worst. Oh. I think the first the first trip we went on. Well, I was always your tent partner. Yeah, yeah. In the canoe, usually when we had one, <laughs> only because I knew Jerome would have the coolest shit. But the first, the first year, you had nothing. Nothing. You, well, I didn't know. You didn't even bring a sleeping pad. You, you said your crazy creek would be good enough, and it was like a hiking trip. I don't even know where we went. I think it was Sylvania. Sylvania wilderness. But it was hiking, not canoeing, or something. Uh, or no, we we had canoes. Yeah, there were three. So okay. there were six of us. Uh, we had the three canoes, and I got invited literally a couple of days before you guys left. Luckily, I still remember being at Hans's house, sitting on a picnic table at one of his parties, and <laughs> Josh Drake was there, and I met all all of them, and they, you guys were all like, yeah, we're going camping, you want to come? And I was like, what's camping? <laughs> That's how bad yeah, I was. Yeah, shows up with nothing. Nothing. Pretty much a Kmart grocery bag. And that tent, I had that yeah. tent that smelled really bad. No, that was my tent. Oh, that was your tent yeah. that smelled really bad. That was Buzz's tent. That Buzz's stunk. tent. Ah. Yeah. The classic. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, and I just had nothing. No. Yeah, nothing. But but nowadays, I'm like, I'm going to be Jerome's tent partner because he's got all the coolest stuff. Well, yeah, I've, I've evolved. He's uh, actually purchased a, <laughs> uh, a sleeping pad. I've got a double size. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> Two different sleeping bags. <laughs> mm. But no, those are the best. The, the, those prepared you for everything, I think. Well, they, you know, like I said, I, it's it's interesting because even if it, it was just like a 10-day trip, you still had to sort of put a little thought into it and be like, okay, what food am I going to eat? How much am I going to eat? Yeah, I was always beef jerky. I'll eat that. The 10 days were gone for sure. And oatmeal, bloatmeal. Uh, oh, my gosh. I, mac and cheese at least two nights. Oh, a couple times for sure. I, You know, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I never got into the Mountain House stuff back then. I love that stuff now because it keeps the weight down on the boat. Oh, so you're all Mountain House on the boat now. Uh, not all, but I, I probably have enough Mountain House on Sparrow right now. Mm, to survive a couple of months just on that. And then I have the doomsday prepper food. I have probably <laughs> five or six months on there. It's crazy. Well, cause, and it's all, a lot of it's left over from well, the zombies come. I'm going to be headed right down to that boat. Oh dude, we're going down to the South Atlantic. <laughs> we go down to the South Atlantic high, just underneath the trades. It's beautiful. Uh, there's no shipping traffic. There's no airplanes. And there's a lot of trash. Cause that's the South Atlantic garbage patch but uh a lot of fish too probably <laughs> you could probably sail a boat down there and stay there because there's no hurricane season either you could probably stay there for years and years and eating trash fish and like finding stuff out of the ocean well alan doomsday prepper food little mountain <laughs> house anybody want some beef stroganoff yeah. <laughs> i do i love that I stuff do. dude i mean I, so when i got back from this last trip like literally zero money uh i've been uh, i only went to the, i was on the boat at the marina for i think a month and i only went to the grocery store once 
because I'm just like, I, I can't I can't afford this food. <laughs> and I've just been eating canned food and all the mountain house stuff and like, oh God. You gotta be sponsored by them or something. <laughs> yeah, They're like I'm can we do a Guinness it. Book World of Record of <laughs> how many how much camp food can the guy eat in a year? Oh God, it's so bad. But it's one of those things too where uh I did eat a can of food on this last trip that was definitely really old and it made me sick. Uh so I had I had sort of lost track and after that happened I went through and and uh you're like we're only doing bags. I got well. Now. I got rid of all. Yeah, <laughs> if it wasn't dehydrated and if it doesn't have an expiration date of like 2050. Yeah, screw uh, it. It's out yeah, of here. It's gone. You know, it's I, fish it's food. Out of here, you know, peanut butter. Peanut butter. <laughs> I'll let that go past its expiration date if it's unopened, because I have these big jars of that stuff, and I mean big, like you know, five pound thingies. And what uh, kind do you go for? Whatever was cheapest at the time. Like Jeff or. I, I don't know what kind here? it is. We, oh, you plug yeah. peanut butters on here. When I go snowboarding, I <laughs> like to use a K2 snowboard. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jeff peanut butter. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, yes, yeah, so you can, you can say whatever. Cause it's a podcast. That's okay. the, that's the cool. best part. Cool. Honestly, all, all the times that I do this, uh, about to go step brothers on you then. Hey, you, oh, honestly, you do whatever. I mean, um, I Sven's the funniest because he, he's just like, can you just let me off the leash? Can I say whatever? I'm, I'm like, Sven, you can, you can say whatever you want. I eat. We've never Spanger. done. Yeah. We've never done the political pol you know, all that sort of stuff. Just cause I've, I've always tried to keep the podcast as like a, a break from that sort of stuff. So political are, stuff. Yeah. Just like, you know, there's enough of that. If you want to listen to something about that stuff, there's 80 the million TV, things. Yeah, yeah exactly. But if you wanna if you wanna sort of escape that for a little bit, hey, head on over to Sailing into Oblivion podcast. Yeah, check check out what's going down. We, we sit down with the the intro says we sit down with everyday people who do extraordinary things. Damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> it Damn is right. Son of a gun. Uh, but yeah, uh, to to sort of circle back just a little bit, I think those camping trips really did. Uh, uh, they started something. I mean, inherently, it was it was just something about the fact that you go out there, you have to like prepare to be in the woods, completely self sufficient, and uh, I think one of the biggest things was all of the discomfort that I had to deal with on multiple occasions. You remember that time I camped and I was in a hole and it started raining and I'm under my stupid little tarp because I didn't bring a tent that year. Yeah. And I had to wake you know, up. I always missing something. Yeah. <laughs> Two in the morning. I'm sitting there because I'm surrounded by water and everything is wet and there's nothing I can do. I think you got into our tent. I think I was with me, you, and Drake. Uh, You guys might have let me in at that point and just taken pity on me, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Did I, did I ever tell you about the, the time I got lost in the middle of the night when I – this is – this was in Sylvania, and I was with Adam and Charlie, right? And what year? Oh, I don't know. It was one of them. <laughs> it was between 2000 and 2022. Uh, probably around 2018, maybe. I think it was right after my trip. But in any event, uh, we were camping on Loon Lake. Awesome. It was a little drizzly out, a little foggy, a little. 
Luna is pretty good. A little creepy, right? We have our bonfire. We eat dinner. Do all this sort of stuff. We hang our food bags. Proper little campers, right? Yeah. We hang them pretty far away. You know, not everywhere has those good trees with the good branches. So it's pretty far away. I'm a little peckish after everybody goes to bed. And I got a hankering for a little beef jerky. (laughs) So I go and I walk down the hill and then up the other hill and then find the bags. No problem. I got a headlamp. I'm not an idiot. It's pitch black out. Definitely not an idiot. Well, (laughs) that the jury's still out there. (laughs) Um, And then I proceed to lower the bags and eat the jerky and I'm having a good old time. But somehow in that whole thing and then raising, raising it back up, I uh, got turned around. And so I start marching back towards what I think is camp, and it's not there. And I go down the hill, and I go up the hill, and it's not there. And then I go over this way, and it's not there. And I, I literally, it was the only time I was like, okay, hold on. What do you do when you're lost? You stop. You stop going places. I would just stop and start screaming. That's exactly what I did. So I'm like, I'm like, Adam, help. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, he's such a heavy sleeper. I can just picture him yeah, up there just snoring away. Out. Yeah, right? And uh, it took a couple of minutes, and I was screaming really loud. And then finally I hear, like, what? <laughs> and uh, as soon as How i heard it i was like you? i was like oh my god uh i was probably only i was probably at least 100 yards if not more away so football field through the woods that's scary it's yeah and uh i was i was rattled like i got back up there and had to stoke the fire and and adam sat with me for about two seconds before he went right back to bed but like I it's like you total wimp. <laughs> yeah. There's also <laughs> trout in the lake, so don't get scared by them. <laughs> for for a little bit, for a little bit, I I was literally contemplating just no. sitting and just waiting out the night. No. I'll just wait here. That's I, scary, dude. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I couldn't imagine being lost like that. Hey, you want to bring bring that mic a little closer there, buddy? Oop. No, don't you move because you're gonna throttle back when you get comfortable. You can you can extend it a little. There you go. Oh yeah. All right, nice. There we go. I just want to make sure this is good. You know, I, I would hate for this to. to uh, this is this is this is great. <laughs> this is really great. Well, good, good, good. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's nice to be up here in Michigan, and finally it's snowing and it's pretty out and everything. This has probably been the weakest winter I've ever seen. It's. It was pretty crazy to be up here in j- mid-January and there was not a lick of snow. There's like what, maybe th- five inches? Probably five inches on the ground. But the 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 ground's not frozen by any means. Mm-hmm. Can't walk on the lakes, not yet. Maybe we won't be able to this year. I don't know. Oh, the bay's not freezing over. Oh, definitely the bay's not. Unless we, I mean, we are going to go into a bit of a deep freeze for the rest of this week. I mean, we could do squares, take bets. (laughs) (laughs) Squares, taking bets. You love northern Michigan, don't you? Yeah, I mean, it's it's good. I I like it right now. I like it a lot better in the summer, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Only because Colorado was pretty sweet in the winter. 
Oh, um, that's right. So you were out in Steamboat, right? Yeah, hung out there, got to ride POW, meet a lot of cool people, and uh, then moved back here and have the summers be totally rad. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it was it was really your passion for, for snowboarding that took you out there, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I went out there to visit my cousins, and it was like on a powder day. And I said, yeah, I'm going to totally move out here. And, like, I think in, like, three weeks I did. Really? It was that quick? Yeah, yeah. It was just like, this is cool, you know? A little bit bigger um, than the 400-footer uh, mountains around yeah, here. Yeah, a little bigger than Nubs and Boyne, you know? <laughs> so it was good. Now, I had a blast and was able to do that for a while, and then recently moved back here maybe, what, nine years ago, Uh, I think. Yeah, it's almost been about ten years since you've and been back. And it's been cool, but, like, summer's where it's at for sure here. Yeah, well, and that, I, and I would think, too, with the store and everything. Shout out Random if you're yeah, in Petoskey, yeah. Michigan. Random. By. Got some great stuff down there at <laughs> Random. But do not make the mistake of walking into a store named Random and, and trying yeah. to be the funny guy who says, "Yeah, you know what? Stuff's really random. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't do that. I haven't heard that one before. but I've heard that come one. Come on down. Come on down. Yeah. Hey, right there on Lake Street, right? Yeah, 304 Lake Street, Petoskey, Michigan. Boom. Great little town. Oh, you know, I did want to mention this. Uh, should we do a little, like, Book signing thing, maybe? Yeah. We yeah. could do it like right at the end of February. I actually sold some of your books in my shop. Sold out. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, probably the first store to sell out. Just saying, everybody oh, yeah. else. Well, I know we, we were planning that. on doing it, and then COVID hit. Yeah. Uh, originally, and then we've just, it's always been a little bit sketchy each time. But I don't know. I'll have to see if I can get uh, a bunch of books up here real fast. I don't know if I can, because when you order them as like an author, it uh, takes a while. Well, you know you're the author. Oh, I can't believe I didn't think about <laughs> this right. Oh, well. But, hey, we'll, we'll see. Who knows? That'd be sweet. I'd be into it, though, for sure. Cool, cool. Jerome well, at random. Coming soon. <laughs> coming soon. Well, and if, if, we, if we aren't able to do it uh, this time, then let's definitely pull that thing together for maybe if I'm up here for the summer or something like that. You let me that know. would be cool, man. I think that would be a fun event. You do it in the evening. You get the cocktails, all that sort of stuff. Into it. Into it. You Sweet. let me know there, Bromer. <sighs> Can I uh, beg you for a uh, a buzz story? What kind of buzz story? Oh, I, I, I always, always throw right back to the, the skunk in the garage. <laughs> because it's just so oh classic. no but no actually no we'll, we'll get into that if we do um, that was no that was a uh um not a skunk a uh possum possum yeah yeah possum in the garage yeah stared him down but guns got pulled true true, true. <laughs> it's like it's <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I mean, I've heard it a million times, but uh, what happened? What happened that night? What at his house? Uh, no, I, I. Oh, you don't know? No. Oh shoot! I mean, it wasn't when I was alive, probably. Oh heck yeah, it was for sure, for sure. 
Oh man. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm I'm I know my old man knows the whole story. No, the one on the farm. Uh it's gotta be. I thought it would I yeah, I, I don't know. I was hoping you had all the deets on that. But I mean it's it from what I can remember piecing it together, it was one of those things where there was alcohol, there was a varmint. They and were in an enclosed place, and they pulled the guns out. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no. I think it was, like, your dad, my dad, and uh, who oh, was... Jim Bob, no way. Who was the singer uh, downtown at the... Uh, oh, uh, Ryan or whatever. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure it was those three <laughs> knuckleheads. Yeah. It's dude, I, it's always so rem you know, when you when you hear stories like that, and usually parents don't let you in on that stuff until you're old enough, but... It always sort of is like, oh yeah, they were they were young and dumb at one point too, weren't they? Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, who wasn't? Yeah, right. Uh, well, hey, you know, it, it's all part of it. It's it's part of the the process of life. It is, and it's it wonderful. Is. Yeah, it's pretty good. Well, what what else? You got got to give us a little little uh, a little buzz something. Oh, I know what it was. I was trying. To, I'm fishing for here. Going up Mount Rainier. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that was cool. Um, boy, I think I was about you were young, sixteen. Yeah, maybe? sixteen. Pictures 17. over there. Yeah, there's some pictures over there. Um, no, I think. Uh, yeah, he. I think he got um, snowed out a couple times mm-hmm. and was like, "I'm gonna take my son. We're gonna do this." And uh, it was sweet. Um, we did, I think Josh Baker was our guide and we trolleyed up there and I think I stopped maybe a thousand feet from the top, told my dad, I was like, I can't go anywhere. Oh no, really? And Buzz is like, okay, well we're going to tie into the mountain and we're going to go summit. And I was like, oh, oh, that's a bummer. (laughs) I guess I can keep going. I guess I can keep going. No, that was good. No. That was, uh, I think. How long does that take? Is that just a one day? No, it's like three days. Or we did three days. I don't know if it's. It could probably do, be done in a day nowadays, but. It's like a real. I mean, that's that's fifteen thousand feet. No, it's like fourteen. Fourteen something, something right? Yeah. Holy smokes, dude! It was cool. Yeah, for sure. And that's all. Was that in the winter time that you did that? Boy, that is a. I mean, there was snow up there no matter yeah, what. Yeah, it was right? probably like, I want to say late winter. Like, it wasn't a, there wasn't a lot of storms going on. It was like March, maybe. Somewhere okay, around okay. There. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I, February, I, I, March, somewhere in there. I definitely remember you coming back and being like, yeah, man, we had to like, poop in a bag and so i didn't poop at all (laughs) yeah (laughs) i I had to carry the poop too like the new guy so you guys camp on the mountain then yeah yeah it was cool yeah in the snow yeah it was wild base camp was cool you like get up there you dig your little pit for your tent Mm -hmm. and then you sleep in there with a couple old men who fart and just stink it up yeah. Oh, I can. I can yeah. only imagine, dude. Your 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 old man, old Buzz, dude. He was. He he. He's definitely always been a uh, a big inspiration because you know he's like the cool dude. Really, just 
uh, of all of all my dad's friends and all that stuff, he just had this mystique about him. I mean, he had the he looked like uh, not Burt Reynolds, but uh, who's the guy from Magnum P.I.? Yeah, Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. Yeah, <laughs> he had the. I mean, he 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 was the quintessential '80s dad looking guy. Yeah. Um, you know, and just he he was always off doing different adventure trips he was I he was know, a right? helicopter mechanic wasn't he or something he's an airplane in, in mechanic. Vietnam. yeah 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 and you guys yeah i mean you, you had that little tiny yellow plane yeah <laughs> oh my gosh like how unregulated and safe was that oh Who perfect no yeah, yeah perfect yeah. it's all good we've got all the regulations <laughs> i'm sure no i i don't doubt that yeah because your, your no. dad flew he he flew for uh Island Airways for Island a little Airways. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think he had a heart attack, and then... Yeah, once that he, happens, you yeah, can't do it. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you can really be a commercial pilot after that, but... No, 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 no. Would you know that just here in town, uh, there was somebody driving past the subway, and they had a seizure, lost control of the car, hopped the curb, and took out the half of the building of the subway and the little order thing... For doing drive-through, crazy, right? When was this? This was like last week. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that stuff happens. Holy moly! I know, I know. We Adam and I stopped in there, we had a couple Sammies, and uh, <laughs> he's like, "So what? What happened here with all this? Because it's all tipped over and everything, and everything's all blocked off with with tape and stuff." But anyway, sorry. I, I you know sometimes I like to get off. Uh, That's just, wild. Yeah, I know, right? That stuff can happen. Anytime. Looks like I need to get over to the other side of town, maybe. <laughs> yeah, right. You gotta you gotta get out of your little triangle here. Yeah. <laughs> Small town living though, you know. I, I've always uh I've always really appreciated and really loved the aspects of like a small town compared to like a big city. Big cities frighten me. I feel too much unsafe. energy going on in there. Super overwhelmed. Yeah. Um I don't know. There's something about walking down the street and kinda knowing a decent amount of the people. Yeah. And not, you know, not having the plight. <laughs> Maybe I, 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 you know, I don't think that's necessarily a, a, a thing that I look for or whatever, but I do know the one time I went out to San Francisco to visit rampage, uh, old Ramsey. Yeah. I didn't know. I did not know how to handle like the, the homeless people and stuff. And cause they come at you and everything, Yeah, and, you know, as a small town person, I'm always, you know, you want to help people. You want to do what you can, but they were all like, no, 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 no. Don't make eye contact. You just keep moving, keep moving. And, and so I did and stuff, but, uh, I don't know. It's kind of nice. You know, Ooh. although there was one year when I was like 18, <laughs> when I was working for the city and uh <laughs> oh yeah you worked for the city yeah and i used to one of the things i had to do is get up six in the morning be at work and i'd have to go empty the trash cans the public ones that are on the streets you know oh yeah and uh i show up and i kind of look around this corner and there's trash like everywhere I'm like well that's weird and I, I i come around the corner and i look down the street and every trash can has been literally dumped out into the street like papers and napkins and all sorts that of stuff. was not me no i, I know swear. it wasn't you because i i walked down the street and then found the culprit digging through the other ones and it was just you know it was a person who who uh, i think was like living behind um the little uh chamber of commerce building 
and oh, she bad. was yeah she was digging for pop cans yeah and and i ended up sitting down with her um and we chatted for a little bit and stuff and uh she did not help me put all the garbage back into the garbage cans no. but uh it didn't happen again so i suppose that's well, you know, chalk one up. Chalk one up for the good guys. <laughs> hey, the high road. I always tell, I always, uh, I always have to tell it to Sven. When he gets all heated up about something, I'm like, Sven, remember, hey, it's the high road. Old Spangladesh, huh? Yeah. God, love him. Absolutely love him. Yeah. I was talking to him uh, just before I came over here. Yeah, what's he up to? Uh, he's, to be honest, I, 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 I suppose I could speak for him. Their fridge went out. Uh, they got struck by lightning. Their house did. Uh, catastrophes all around down there in Florida. And he's just like, ah! So he's headed back out to New Mexico to do another stint out there. Uh, oh. Working at the, uh, what do you call it? The old space blimps? <laughs> the space <laughs> blimps. I swear that's where uh, they work, man. I like, can see yeah. Sven just pump, just wants to punch you in the face. No, they're, they're airships. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Space bumps. So he's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, God, so good, so good to have you, uh, have you on the show here, bud. I, I must say, it, it'd be really fun one of these days to get you on the boat. Uh, I've oh, sort of man. transformed that into a studio, but yeah. Besides, you know, doing podcasts, but uh, it'd be fun to do a trip out to like Bermuda. I mean, I'd be into it. Just you know, hold the waves, you know. Yeah, well, hey, you know, <laughs> you, you bring you bring a little of uh, the uh, the wacky, and that'll keep you from. Uh, sure, sure, sure. I I had a buddy of mine, uh, Bo Jangles from the Appalachian Trail. He came on the trip from South Carolina to Maine. He was seasick. Like How crazy. long is it? That's that was a nine dayer. Right. We had record record pace on that one. The winds were perfect. We're going with the Gulf Stream, all that sort of stuff. Like um, ramen noodles, all sorts of stuff. What food wise? Yeah. yeah oh no, yeah. man. He was a, <laughs> he was a saucier. He he kept he made all this great food and all ah. sort of stuff. But it was interesting. The only thing that took his uh, seasickness away was uh, the devil's lettuce. Oh yeah. yeah, it helped him a ton. And he was sort of like, I you know, should I bring? I was like, I was like, you know, I, I would bring that if if it's something that you know you like to do. I obviously can't do that because. Yeah, you were like, hell Freak no, don't bring that out. Here. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine. Like, I and I, there's a lot of people that ask me that. They're like, oh, do you do that when you're out there? And I'm, it, all all I would ever do is probably quadruple check everything, think I'm sinking, have panic attacks, and probably then, true. And then it would wear off, and I'd be like, never again. <laughs> I guess I don't know. It makes sense. But sundowner time, there's a cocktail in this hand. What's uh okay? So you bring a couple BLs. Uh yeah, I mean, or like, I'm, what's your cocktail of choice? Um, oh, see now I'm interviewing you. Yeah, so oh, here we no, go. No, it's here fine. We go. Uh, typically, like for this last voyage, I probably had um maybe like five or six handles of alcohol. I still have a bunch on the boat because I wasn't out there that long. Uh, but I was planning on being out there for four to five months. What'd you bring? Uh, it was mostly vodka and then whiskey and then rum. And it's the cheap stuff because I just, you know, I don't have the, the money to make it real good. But um, no, I just, end of the day, it's really nice to take a moment and just, you know, have a cocktail or two 
depending on the weather. I know? mean, every time I'm on a sailboat, I it's yeah, I have it's like hey, beers, right? <laughs> I mean, obviously you can't. There's there's two bad side effects to it uh, if you drink, you know, to any sort of excess out there. One, it dehydrates you, and you have a limited supply of water. The other is that it can make you fatigued and tired. And if you're solo sailing and the weather changes and now you can't go and sleep for a while, it can compound into kind of a dangerous situation. So you definitely always have to be very careful. Yeah, um, I can see that. Which is why most boats uh, actually don't – they like they're dry boats, no alcohol at all. And, and mostly I think that's because you never know. Some people – you might have some crew members you've never met before on the boat. And, you know, we all know certain people that if they have one, it just, it's like you've just unlocked Pandora's box yeah. for some reason, right? I don't know. They're going to be worthless. Well, or just, you In know, they're going to, scenario. They're going to go and, and find more of it. And then all of a sudden they're hammered and, and then you got a real problem. They fall overboard and you got to rescue them. That's the nightmare scenario. So yeah, that would probably be kind of bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not exactly like canoeing up there in Sylvania. No, no. Yeah. That's swim that's to little... shore, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> we fell in. Was that you and I that fell in that one time? We come. We came back from town. Um, yeah, because we were standing up in the canoe. Standing up paddling. in the canoe. Super excited. We I still have the pictures. They're awesome. Oh god. I, it, it's just so crazy. We used to, and no Drake was in there. Oh, Drake was. Yeah, yeah. We all tipped over. The tradition of of we run out of food or we run out of like alcohol or something, and and somebody gets nominated to go back. The last night. The last night. night yeah, you got to make the. It, it's some of those trips. It's been like a. I think the longest one oh. was I had to hike back to the car, and it was four and a half miles each way. Yeah, and it was I like was a ten like, mile round trip. Yeah, in the car drive. <laughs> Classic. Classic stuff. But you know, I, I do have to say, even even the um uh the Appalachian Trail. And and this is I guess leading back to what we were first talking about was how these things sort of uh directed in a lot of ways sort of the compass of, of what I did. I essentially went we went and hiked on the Appalachian Trail in the Smoky Mountains, remember? 2000-something, 2005. Oh, yeah. And that was the first time I had ever even heard of a thing called the Appalachian Trail because we met Redbeard and... Peter Pan. And Peter Pan, was that their, <laughs> I don't their know. trail I names? I think it was pretty close, I yeah. think it was Peter Pan. And they were strange, but they also they also gave us a little uh, little insight. They, you know, I remember them being like, "No, we're we're headed all the way up to Maine," and we were there just to party, and have fun, and be loud and stupid kids. Well, we still walked like sixty miles. Yeah, we did in like twelve days. They would have done that same distance in about three. Hey, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. No, it's true. It's we were true. kids. We were kids. <laughs> we were we were we were venturing we were out. I mean, I don't know who came up with that idea, but we we went all the way from Michigan and drove down to Tennessee, and, and then went, got out and started going hiking, and then hiked around Jenkins Ridge Trail in the Great Smoky Mountains, 
Oh, man. Didn't it was, we eat at Waffle House when we came out, too? I think so. Yeah, yeah. That's not a plug for Waffle House, but Hey, could throw be. it out there. Yeah, Waffle House. Waffle House? As mm. long as it's not Danny's, because that stuff's garbage. Mm. Ooh, burn! Out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Waffle House. I, I haven't eaten at Danny's in forever. <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, Irie over there is a little, little sassy. Yeah, I know. Oh, are you just... You know, but very well behaved. Usually, Irie's a very vocal dog, and I'm I'm really glad she is not uh, barking because me too. That wouldn't go over well with the microphones. Um, can you can you tell us about? Uh, so Colin here has two dogs, Irie and Chester. Yeah, and Chester has diabetes. He does. Yeah. What's the deal? Ah, uh, well, it sucks. <laughs> That's the deal. No, he's got to get little injections of insulin uh, pretty much with every meal. So once for breakfast and once for dinner. And how did you find this out? Well, he, uh, he started peeing everywhere. And then the final straw was when we were in bed and he just hosed on my neck. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really like peed on me. <laughs> I was like, man, something is up. <laughs> Chesty. How yeah. old is Chester? I think he's about eight, eight, nine. Yeah. Yeah. And how old's Irie? Eleven. Eleven. Wow. Yeah. Easy old old girl. But yeah. Irie's beautiful, by the way. I know. Gorgeous little dog. A lot of people uh, down at the marina have dogs. Oh, I, you need one on their boats. It, well, you know, what would you name him or her or him? Uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what I would like name it. After Captain watching Jack that, Sparrow or something like that. I'd probably call it like Captain Ron or something like, it's something stupid <laughs> like that. Ron. I don't know. Ron, get over here. I always, I always thought, oh no, I know exactly what I'd name it. If I ever had a dog, I'd name it Murph. Murph? Yeah. Nice. My buddy up in Maine, uh, just, uh, just cause he's, he's such a classic, uh, human being. His and name's Murph. His name's Murph. Oh, yeah, and he's a good just name. oh my god, it's uh, like uh, you remember that movie, The Perfect Storm. Yep. Yeah, Murph is in there. He embodies that character, just a little grizzlier, because he's actually a real. He was like a scalloper, and he's a lobsterman. And he he does all this stuff. He's been on the podcast a bunch of times, man. He's hilarious. Oh man. Oh jeez, unbelievable. But yeah, that's what I would name if I ever had a dog. I'd name it Murph, and and that's the nice part. Doesn't matter, male, female, whatever. Murph. So, how big a dog would you get if you had to get one? Well, that's where it gets kind of crazy because I I know people that have full size dogs on boats, and it seems ludicrous to me, but they seem to like it. I know people that have multiple dogs on boats the same size as mine, and they just do it. I would probably go with the smaller the better. Um, there's one sort of famous dog down in in our marina called Bubble, who is a Boston Terrier. Ooh, those are cool. Loves me. My and buddy has one of those called Bones. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it like a super excited one? He just chill. He just farts oh, really? a lot. Yeah, yeah. Bubble like goes completely ape shit whenever I get even anywhere near. Like I can't even if I'm sitting in a car, I have to be the one driving. And they have to hold Bubble down, essentially, because Bubble just wants to lick and bite and and just 
goes after me like crazy but i love bubble bubble's great it's hilarious i mean it's the cutest little dog i think they look really good you need a bubble man yeah but i i the the hard part for me is that not not knowing you know i live on that boat so if i go up to maine and i'm working in the boat yard i can't just like chain it into the boat all yeah, day you need, you need to teach him how to wax boats <laughs> yeah. go you, rub up against he can, it he can earn his keep <laughs> earn your Bubbles. keep murph get to work get over here come here murph now nah, I've, I've always been uh i've always been pretty jealous I, I i do think it would be pretty cool to have a dog for sure but i just i i would want to make sure that i'm in a position where the dog could be able to like stry or uh thrive and survive not not just be left up in my boat all day sort of thing well no you i, I figured you'd do like some astro turf for him maybe on the back end something i i don't know i <laughs> again i i know all these people that live on on boats with their dogs and they they, they love just, it they just deal with it yeah but i don't know i you know it's one of those things where i too uh i be really hard to live the lifestyle that I do with a dog, grow that attached, and then outlive the dog. That would be such a heartbreaking thing. I feel oh, like yeah. I, I don't think I could handle it. I don't think I could handle it. Seriously. No, it's terrible. It'd be, yeah, I mean, you've been through that. Yeah. Hershey, Utah. Lucy. Ute. Buzzhead. <laughs> Ute. Yeah, he used to always <laughs> yell that. Ute. <laughs> Oh man! You remember that time we uh, all drove out to Montana in the in the oh, Beast? Yeah. That was another one of your old buzz. Just oh yeah, taking all of us. It was like me, us, you, yeah. Steve Cross. We were Rampage. all about between the ages of like eighteen and twenty, and he's like, "Hey, let's get all of you guys together and drive from Michigan to Montana in a suburban." How many? There were seven of us, right? Oh, I think so. Yeah, seven of us, including him jammed in there with all of our snow and ski board or our ski and snowboard gear oh my god and we drove straight it took 36 hours didn't it to get out there oh no well maybe like 32 i think so because we we just kept switching drivers oh my god probably felt like 32 it was probably like 24 we no oh it was definitely in the 30s to get all yeah. the way out to bozeman okay. it definitely from here it takes a long time because back then too the the highways weren't they were like 55s until you got like past Wisconsin. That's true. Yeah. So I just remember hitting the one box in the back of a suburban. Yeah, I know. Thinking, <laughs> thinking like, oh, we're getting away with it. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's lighting a cigar. Let's smoke the one box. <laughs> well, and we, yeah, nobody will smell that. <laughs> we went into we went into that that all night sort of trucker stop diner. And we're all oh, yeah. so giddy. We could not stop laughing. Nobody we could order, order anything. food. Oh, my gosh. I used to love that. I mean, you'd get the, the full-on giggles to the point where you were completely out of control. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Uh, I don't know if the mics are picking that up, but Irie is getting a little, uh, a, little, a little sassy. What's wrong? What's wrong there, girl? I think she's just lonely. I, she sees us, you know, chatting away couple chatty cathies she's about to be real lonely i'm about to go on vacation so where where do you uh you don't board them your mom take them oh yeah oh nice yeah cool. go to grandma's house grammy they love it they come back farting 
all them <laughs> treats <laughs> all them treats yeah no it's good yeah they love it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah oh man <sighs> well i think we've got what we came here for all right some nice tight good convo with an old friend well you know he's just happy to be here for you hanging out <laughs> <laughs> hey i appreciate in. it man I, i've got a very uh a very small but very awesome listenership or listener base and, well i uh, would like to tell them that i'll do better next time oh no you did fine what do you mean and uh we'll talk about a lot more cool stuff if i can get a hold of jerome's things you know Gonna make sure he talks about some cooler shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. Oh man, I'm just hey, kidding, it, it's all good. It's no, all good. this has been awesome. Well, sometimes you know, it, it's one of those things where uh, if you sit there and try and really push a conversation in a certain way, I don't like doing that because I, yeah. you know, from what I understand, when people, oh, you can learn it. when people reach out about the show and stuff like that, they're just like, I, because I for a while when I don't have people to talk to, then I just do one and I just try and come up with stuff to say. And I'm like, all right guys, well, this one's going to be another me rambling episode. And I gotta like, be honest. They're like, love it. I listened to it. <laughs> I'm like, really? Holy smokes. Okay. I listened to your podcast. So how do you like the ones, uh, when I'm out at sea? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So basically I'd like to listen to the ones where I know the person that you're maybe talking to. Like, right, right, like right. Irie. Like if I'm talking to Sven or something. Well, then like Josh, a couple other people that you. Oh, Draker, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just fun to see. It's it's fun to hear. You know, it's cool. <laughs> I don't know. That. Sorry about my dog. No, it's great. Let me get a little little audio clip of uh, Irie being jealous. Oh, of course now you stop. Yeah. Point the mic at the hound, and the hound stops hounding. Hmm. Well, no, hey man, like I said, it's just it's nice to it's nice to sit down. I, I, I got emails about my last podcast and people were like, Man, you sound a little down. Sound a little dejected and I'm like Yeah, oh. eh, yeah, well, cause, you know, you do I I you know, coming back and sort of being ruined again and this being the third trip like that, it, it gets hard and that nah, and, I can I can know, understand trying that. to figure out. But I, I think though with this one, uh, there is definitely going to be silver linings because I've I've already been working on sort of a new presentation dealing with this and because it you know the fact that there's a disaster and then you got to figure out how to limp the boat back and all that sort of stuff and there's a lot of really good footage of it. Um, it's pretty wild like to stuff. me, man. Yeah, I I just don't. It's know definitely how a cool story, but man, it's. It's pretty crazy. Take a little dude. toll on you mentally. Oh, trust me, bro. It was. Yeah. It was. Uh, that was the night that that happened. Uh, you know, there was just so much going on that you don't have a lot of time to think about it. But the next day, when I saw the waves and I saw what was going on, there were a few hours where it was very questionable, and I was like, "Holy cow! Like this, this is not good." It's yeah. really not good. So I, I don't know, but I, I don't know. You've had to deal with that whole like thing about me being out at sea and, and worrying and all that stuff. Oh, You're like my yeah, mom past almost. The worry point now. <laughs> no, just kidding. But no, I mean, I figure, yeah, 
Nature's always that for you. I think that's what draws you out there, though. I There's a little bit of some adrenaline, something that you like about that, and that's okay. Everybody well, has that. I had it a while ago, like snowboarding, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Let know? me go huck myself off this table. just happens to be if you fuck up, you die. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you sink eventually. Yeah. But I, you know, I don't know. Which I mean, I think I, I'm good at dealing with the adrenaline that, that happens when it's when it's rough like that. But I go out there for those perfect days where just it's sailing nonstop. Just, oh, man, it's beautiful. The winds are not crazy. The waves are not big. And you're just sailing the boat and you're, you're out in the middle of the ocean. I mean, it feels so good because you're you're essentially on the only unclaimed part of this planet. Chaps own to be little the island floating around. Out there. Yeah, and you can do. I mean, you are your own country at that time. So there, I don't know. Maybe there's like a little bit of a god complex out there because you are essentially the the commander of of that. Yeah, like you said, like your own little country, your own island, and nobody can tell you what to do. Um, so there is definitely something about that that I, I definitely like, but it's wild to me, man. It's, it's cool. I'm telling you, you go out to Bermuda. That'd be a fun trip, man. It takes like a week. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I can't imagine why I would say no. And we can go rent motor scooters out there. Ooh. No, no. Yeah. I mean, I would love to do that. Obviously. I don't have any kids right now or anything like that. So, well, Hey, who, who knows? Maybe one day. Let's bring that boat right back here through the St. Lawrence Seaway and have a dock down there at the old uh, city marina. We could go treasure hunting. Now we're talking. What, in the Great Lakes? No, when we when I come out there to the old Bermuda or wherever. Oh, man, I don't know if we'd be able to treasure hunt in Bermuda. No. You got to have inns with the local communities, uh, oh. especially in other countries. They... Uh, they haven't gotten that far yet, huh? They don't. Yeah, they don't like uh, <laughs> relic hunters uh, coming down and plundering. I'd love to do some treasure hunting around here, but I just don't know where any good places would be. Who knows? I don't know. That that was always such a fun hobby for sure. Metal detecting, I, I did love it. Uh, but sorry. Harbor Springs for. Well, you, you never know. Engagement I mean, rings that people have lost in the harbor. Yeah, you know. I anytime I ever did like beaches and stuff like that, which was very rare. Um, you just find garbage all the time. It's like 99.9% garbage, little bottle tops and nails and things. It's when you go and, like, if I were to go metal detecting around here in Petoskey, I would just go out to the deepest, thickest woods I could. And then when you get a hit, you're sort of like, ooh, this doesn't belong here. There's nothing for miles. And then you're, you're, you can stumble across some pretty interesting stuff. So, I don't know. I always thought it'd be pretty cool to go out towards Michigania and, and metal detect out there because that land's been, uh, I don't know, it's just, it's been preserved for a long time, so. Gotta be something out there. The other one would be, and it's totally <laughs> illegal, but take it up to Sylvania next time we go up there. Ooh. Because you never know, one of those old guys, because they, they were using, originally that thing started as like a, a preserve for hunting. And Lord only knows what was going on up there all them years ago. 
You didn't hear it here. You didn't hear <laughs> it here, folks. <laughs> All right, <But> Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, All right. I want to say thanks. Can you take us out on a little tune on the Yeah, uh, for sure, man. Mini, thanks for having me, dude. The mini harmonica. And I'm out. <laughs> 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 Fabulous.